I'm Karen Florin, and this is the Storyline Podcast. Today, I have Claire Bassett and Elizabeth Regan, staff reporters, in to talk about our annual senior profiles. Uh, Every year, reporters from the day write about a senior from each of the area's 16 high schools. We ask superintendents or senior class advisors to send us the names and brief biographies of a few seniors who have interesting stories to tell. We wish we could tell everybody's story, uh, and it's a tough call to choose just one student from each school, so we strive to present a diverse group of grads with varying interests. Claire, you profiled students from Norwich Technical High School and Norwich Free Academy. Would you talk a little bit about the student from Norwich Free Academy? Sure. I interviewed Marie Toussaint. I got into college, so that's something I'm proud of. I knew I could get in, but I didn't think it would be UConn. That's some, it's a college I really liked. Um, the campus is really big and it's really diverse. So. I think I will be fine there. And uh, she's completely awesome and Um, and very, very inspirational. This is a girl who was a a kid in Haiti, survived the Haiti earthquake, slept outside for a month or more than than a month after um, the earthquakes, as, as most families did down there. And she moved here speaking no English in the middle of freshman year. And um, at Norwich Free Academy, as I started the story, they always tell the kids, try everything, because Norwich Free Academy has a wide variety of highly regarded programs. And this girl basically said, okay, she did sports, she did arts, she did clubs, she did political debate, she did everything. And uh, now, and she's excelled in academic classes. As as a senior, she's taking all advanced placement classes, and is going to uh, University of Connecticut, and is going to study some kind of medical neuroscience something. She wants to be a pediatrician. So you've done uh, many senior profiles over the years. What is your process for doing these? Process. Um, the schools offer a few candidate students and we like to pick a variety so we don't get all girls all boys all military all something um so i always try to get that from the from the school what what is a different story we don't do all valedictorians we don't do all scholar athletes we don't do all of one type and and to get the variety, Norwich Free Academy is excellent for getting variety because they have over 2,000 students uh, in total in the school year and the senior class is over 500. So how many times did you meet with uh, Marie Toussaint once she was selected as your student? Um, once in person and a bunch of times through email and phone calls. Um, and I uh, could not talk to her parents because they don't speak English. One's in Haiti and one's here. But I spoke to teachers, guidance counselor, diversity director at NFA, and um, some friends. Thanks, Claire. Um, we will come back to you shortly. Elizabeth, welcome to the podcast. And I wonder if you could talk to us a little bit about your East Lyme High School senior profile. Yes, I wrote about Colby Bowser. He's a videographer, and um, back in the beginning of his high school career, he started taking uh, videos of athletes, typically uh, basketball players, sometimes football players, um, and making uh, 
little films that they can then use on social media. They can send them to prospective coaches. So what was the story? Our headline reads, um, East Lyme High School senior found his place in sports behind the camera. I asked him if he played any sports, that kind of thing. And he said he wasn't always the greatest athlete, but he always loved sports. So this was a way for him to get involved. And he is really very involved. He even started his own uh, basketball league this past summer when we were in the midst of COVID. Um, and the, the uh, tournament got canceled so he started his own little tournament um, at Bridebrook Park. Last summer I uh, created and organized my own basketball tournament uh, down at uh, Bridebrook. Uh, It's called the Halftime League. I pretty much uh, announced it on Instagram. Uh, Got a bunch of teams to play. It's a five-on-five tournament. I had players from all over Connecticut come and play. I had some players who were actually committed uh, to play at D1 schools come down and play, and it was a good turnout, so I'm proud of that. I see one sentence in your story um, reads, one of his most notable experiences occurred courtside at the Mohegan Sun Arena after he requested and received press credentials for the 2019 Connecticut Interscholastic Athletic Conference Basketball Finals. Uh, what happened there? Of his own initiative, he made all the arrangements to get the credentials. And um, when he when he went there, he said it was a surreal experience, was the word he used to be there with all the fans and to be um, taking uh, videos of some of the best players was, was one of his best experiences, he said. So you would think that that would be something that a professional journalist would do, but not a high school right. senior. So that's exactly. really impressive. All right, um, Claire, let's talk about the other student you profiled, um, the Norwich Technical High School student. Tell me a little bit about him. Cameron Cosma, he uh, grew up in Plainfield. He was born in South Korea. I think being alone and having to, like, during the quarantine, it really helped. I think I changed a lot as a person. Um, I saw faults in myself with all the time to think, really, and I was able to work on myself more physically and mentally. I had a lot of time for all of that, so I said I, I grew a lot during that. Uh, I'd and say... his parents adopted him as a baby, and he grew up watching his father tinkering, doing electric work, repairing the house, building the house, and just was became fascinated by that, that hands-on technical expertise. So he grew up and he wanted to go to Norwich Tech. His older sister went there and when he visited the school, he was like, yeah, I'm going here. And um, was in the electrical program. It is an amazing program. Those kids, they literally build houses, garages, apartments. He wired an entire three-bay three garage with an apartment above him and his classmates. And um, as his carpentry fellow students built the thing. So it's pretty impressive. And then he um, applied to the Coast Guard Academy and was accepted as a as a scholar program. He'll go one year in a prep school, in a military prep school, and then four years at the academy. Is that a common path? I wondered about that when I read your story, to go to study for a year. He's going to the Marion Military Institute in Marion, Alabama before he starts his training. Is that is that typical? It's not typical, but it is an annual program. Uh, only about 70 students get to be selected for that program. It's a, it's a year of intense academic as well as military training, followed by the four years at the academy. 
where he wants to major in electrical engineering. So he's basically on the five-year plan. To he's get on a his... five-year plan, yes. And he is. He says that he's talked to other students who went through that, and they report that it's a lot easier to go through that Swab summer after you've had a year of experience at one of the prep schools. Um, Elizabeth, uh, let's move back to you and talk about the senior that you profiled from Lime Old Lime High School. Okay, I profiled Connie Pan, and uh, she's a very amazing um, we, young woman. I, I was supposed to do an internship. Uh, it was like a research internship at Yale. Um, it was in cancer research with their school of medicine. Um, it was, they were gonna pay me to do that. Uh, and I got the position and then they were like, oh, it's canceled by the way. Uh, so I did not enjoy that. But I think number one was that our Science Olympiad state tournament got canceled, um, which was a huge blow because we got second in the state my sophomore year, uh, in which we like weren't really at full strength even, but we had been like working really hard and we didn't even know that we could get second. So then last year we were like, okay, let's try for first. Like, let's try to go to nationals. And we worked very, very hard. Like I cannot emphasize how hard we worked uh, to prepare for that States last year. And then we just did not have it, um, which was sad. Uh, so I think that was the thing that I missed out on the most. There were others, but that one hurt especially. Um, she does a little bit of everything. Um, doesn't didn't get much sleep. I don't think. I don't know how she could possibly fit it in. Um, she's a social justice activist. She's an environmentalist. She was in um, math club and um, science Olympiad. Um, you name it, she's involved. She started an environmental club. Um, she's just passionate about everything she does and it really comes through. I covered their graduation and she was the valedictorian. Um, so she gave a speech and she just she just owned that place. I mean, it was her, the amount of poise and control of every situation she has is very amazing. So this is one of the cases where the person that we profiled, the senior we profiled actually was um, a, a speaker. Was she the valedictorian? valedictorian? What amazed me when I read your story was that the, the story um, addressed all of these incredible things that she did from social justice to, uh, to math. And then we have a picture of her uh, with a painting. Oh yes, she's an artist, an award-winning artist um, at the, the State Scholastic Art Awards. Um, she did a portfolio all based on this one ceramic cat that she found in her art teacher's uh, closet. Um, I think she said there were something like 15 pieces in her portfolio, and they all had this cat, which was apparently something like a little planter. It had a hole in its butt. Um, that's how she described it to me. Um, and she put it, that cat in all kinds of different situations and won an award for it. Best portfolio. That's incredible. Okay. Um, Claire, back to you for a minute. Um, I just want people to know Claire Bassett is our... Uh, longtime Norwich reporter, and she also covers Preston, and she does any number of things. What what do you think every year when senior profiles come up and you have to, you know, 
write some, meet some young people and write some stories about them. I find these, these kids to be so impressive. I can't even imagine me being 16, 17, doing uh, my senior portfolio would have been a quarter to a third of what these kids have accomplished. And, and it's just every, every year it amazes me. And I, and I always would like to see, wow, where future leadership is going. It's, these, the future's in good hands with these kids. I love it. Um, and, and actually, we did start making some plans to follow up with some of the students that we've profiled in the past. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, Elizabeth covers the limes for us, uh, East Lime, Lime, and Old Lime. And while she's an experienced reporter, she's um, new at the day. Um, so Elizabeth, I thought I would ask you what was this experience like for you to meet these uh, two young people and learn about them and write their stories? I think it's a great way to get to know more students. And like I said, I covered the Lime Old Lime graduation and I got to see Connie um, give her speech. And it was nice to have that little background information about her and to have met her and to be able to see her at graduation, which was a very special time for her and excellent thank you both so much for uh for talking about this project this year um it's a massive undertaking at the day but i think the final result is always well worth it